On this episode of the Joseph Cortez Show, Jennifer and I talk about some of our pet peeves, and we discussed a new book by Scott Stratton, The Jackass Whisperer. It's a fun podcast that talks about some of the things that annoy us, how to kind of get over those, and then we kind of get into a little bit about shopping with our kids and just some other fun topics. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. As always, if you like it, please tell your friends. Let's get going. Hey, it's the Joseph Cortez Show. I We are back. I got Jen V back in the box. Hello. Yeah, we, after Thanksgiving break. Oh my God. It's good to be back with the mics in in the face. <laughs> <laughs> weird way to say that, but... Uh, Better than pie in the face. Oh yeah. Oh, shoot. I ate so much pie. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, so Jen's one of my accountability partners on this weight loss thing, and... Um, she gave me a like Wednesday through <laughs> Friday off, and then I begged for Saturday and Sunday, and uh, threw the pies out Monday morning. That's good. Yeah, that was hard. I, I played taps and everything. It was, oh, it was sad. I know. But... I love love pecan pie. <sighs> but your scale doesn't. No, my scale doesn't. And I did gain about three pounds over the from. We had a big pizza party at our office, kind of our podcast launch that party. Was fun. And from, I hadn't really been a carb person for like the month and a half prior. I was really watching the carbs. Mm-hmm. Not intentionally. I just kind of, the craving for them kind of died. Nice. And then uh, pizza has been the one thing that I crave most. Me too. Cassie yeah. had a birthday party Saturday and she just, we had pizza for a sleepover. Joss had a birthday party last week and we had pizza for a sleepover. And we had, I ordered a thin crust just so I could have some. Uh, but then that just went out the window, and I ate like three slices of the regular. I think I ate a whole box. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why does this pizza taste so good?" <laughs> yeah, it's because you don't you don't have it often enough. But maybe that's what makes it so good is it's only occasional. Yeah, because uh, yeah, makes you want it again. True. Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, we're not talking about pizza tonight. We're talking about pet peeves, and okay. so uh, this ought to be interesting. I was recently reading a book by a guy named Scott Stratton and Allison Stratton. They have a podcast called Unmarketing, which I highly, highly recommend. I've seen Scott uh, multiple times in person, and mm-hmm. Jen saw him recently when we were oh, up in he Dallas. Was awesome. Yeah, super funny, super smart. If you want to learn about marketing uh, trends on Twitter, or Facebook, different social media strategies, and just good marketing within your business, Scott is a guy to look up. So it's the Unmarketing Podcast, uh, and they have a book called Unmarketing. But their most recent book is called The Jackass Whisperer. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, we got copies of that. I went through it. Uh, Jen hasn't been through it yet, not to throw her under the bus. That's a, <laughs> She's like, that's number one pet peeve. Uh, got a little baby there to <laughs> kind of prevent the reading. Uh, I, I, do you even have time to read I don't, no. I have a routine at home and like about 11.30, 12, I start putting her to sleep and then I put myself to sleep too. So <laughs> it's... <laughs> tuck, then... Yeah, you got to tuck yourself in. Uh, yeah, like I used to read, I was a voracious reader, which is how I know the word voracious. I know, that's a big word. Yeah. <laughs> but I then I switched to Audible. Time. So that's how I got through this book, uh, driving around in the car today about four hours I got through the book. Nice. That's really big. So the whole book is on how to deal with jackasses in the world. 
And so we're going to say the word jackass a ton of times. But the, mm -hmm. the reality is there's a lot of things in this world that people do that are kind of like jackass moves or pet mm -hmm. peeve moves. And so we're going to start just talking about our own pet peeves and then kind of pick out some from the book and over the next like 20, 30 minutes, kind of go over some of those. We also did a poll, uh, poll on Facebook mm -hmm. and we'll hit some of those here in a few minutes as well. So nice. So what's your, okay. So one rule, hmm. no names. Oh no. No. <laughs> but if you're talking about me, you can mention me, <laughs> but I, you have, I have no pet peeves with Jen. Um, <laughs> as he makes a squinty face, a squinty face, and scratch my hair and head and uh, f uh, fingers crossed. But uh, so, what's one of your big pet peeves in the world? Like things that drives you nuts? Um, water bottles. Don't leave open water bottles. <laughs> what? I know it's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, don't... okay. I got you. So, like, somebody's drinking a twenty ounce Dasani, and they take the little green cap off and put it on the counter and leave it open. No, like, for example, Cassie's birthday party this weekend, they opened a bunch of water bottles and they just kept getting more. And there was water bottles all over the house when I woke up the next morning. And I'm like, why do you have so much water bottles open? And there was none in the fridge. So, Peppy, number one, don't open a water bottle unless you drink all of your water bottle first. So oh, started, right. Don't open a second one, especially. Yeah, it's just like wasting like water bottles. and Yeah. I started recycling, so. Look at know. that. Mother Earth would appreciate it if you use less water bottles. But it is really yeah. true. Like, it's like uh, if you, you're going to do something, don't like finish the first one before you get the second one. Because I've right. seen that with the wine. Uh, we had that um, big wine party. Like, wine wait, wait, like... wait. There's a whole first bottle of this particular wine. Why are you opening yeah. the second one? Why does it go to waste in my house? Well, that's true. That's one thing we do. <laughs> yeah, my house either. We don't leave it open. Uh, well, that's, that's an interesting one. Uh, mine's the shopping cart thing is a bother to me as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so when people don't take their shopping cart back. But one of the interesting things about the book, The Jackass Whisperer, is that they go into what the pet peeve or the jackass move is. Then they go in, this is the jackass response to that. Mm. And then this is the jackass whisperer response to that. I see. And so it, it goes into like, okay, people don't put up their carts. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe they were had crying kids in the car. Maybe yeah. they're, they're old and it would hurt more to go. You know, it took everything they had to go to the grocery store and come sure. out. You know, all that. But if you're 35 years old and a dude and you don't put up your cart, yeah, you're a jackass. Yeah, it's just being lazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I actually make an effort to park near the cart station. That's how you eliminate the whole thing is like, okay, I'm going to park near the park, the cart station, especially when yeah. I have the kids with me. And so I can let them return it because they're old enough now. Yes, they are. Or I can return it and leave them in the car and it's cool because they're playing on the phone or whatever. Yeah. So I make efforts for that. So that's that's, that's a good one. Okay. So one of the ones that was on Facebook was talking during movies at the theater. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's like a serious movie. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, somebody's got cancer and they're dying. And it's like the notebook type. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hey, how's it going? So how's the kids at home? How's the, did you catch the game last night? It's like, uh. go in the freaking lobby and talk. <laughs> or, or people that answer their phone mm. during a movie drive me freaking nuts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That would make me mad, too. 
Yeah, it's like, hey, or, or okay. So that that leads into another major pet peeve of mine. I went to go vote recently at a, some election we had, and there was a guy that got a phone call in the thing. And you're not supposed to have your cell phone once you get to the voting area, but in the line you can have your cell phone. There's about 85 people in line, and this dude takes the phone call, which okay, your phone rings, you take it. I took a couple calls, but he proceeded to have the loudest conversation known to man. Oh no. And I think it had to do like everybody. He's like, I'm important. I'm on the phone. Listen to my conversation about this business deal. Oh, <laughs> no. And it was like. Was he old? Sorry. I had a bunch of stuff in my pockets that was bothering me. I threw it out. <laughs> no, he, I guess he must have been like his late 50s, early 60s. But And it was just this like proceeded to have this very, very loud conversation. And it was so funny watching all the people in line kind of look at him and be like, what the hell, dude? This is just like yeah. this super loud. And he had one finger in the other ear, like everybody else was being loud. Oh my god! <laughs> and he proceeded to talk at this really high level of uh, of speaking. Of so, this. Yeah. Well, maybe he was like deaf in one ear or something. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. Maybe just, he just wanted to like act important. Yeah, I think that's part of it. It's like I just want to be important. I'm having a conversation. <laughs> it's business related, loss, profits. <laughs> P&Ls, all these different things. And it was so funny because uh, you could tell he was kind of in a leadership position at his work and he just kept oh, talking super, super loud. I see. One yeah. of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the toilet seat thing for women is a pet peeve for most women. Mm, doesn't bother me. Okay, good. So you've I'm never... Okay. I was like, how hard is it just to look? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, whatever. Have you ever fallen in the toilet in all your um, years of peeing? My head's fallen in the toilet when I'm throwing up, <laughs> but uh, no, <laughs> um, that doesn't bother me at all. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, because once somebody once told me, it's like, hey, if the guy doesn't put the seat up, he doesn't really care about you, because the only reason we put the seat up is not to actually make a mess or droplets on the seat. It's actually out of love or care for the woman that may be using it after me, because I don't want to get the seat wet. Oh, that's why it's up. So occasionally, if you got the, you know, the the, the jiggle and sprinkle, you don't want to get on. <laughs> we used to have a sign in my uh, bathroom when I was a kid. Uh, if you tinkle when you sprinkle, please be, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. So uh, oddly enough, it was by, it had a Pepsi sign next to it. So I don't know it was odd. <laughs> I'm trying to remember all these old signs from my, when I was a kid. So, but we just put the seat up. So if that happens, you don't make a mess. And right. so occasionally the guys will forget to put it down. So, no, not so. a problem. If your house. guy doesn't put the seat up, he may not care about your ass. Oh, he may yeah. not care about getting you a wet honey. Because that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going into like a restroom and then it's like one of those super high explosive toilets, where yes. <laughs> when you flush it, like a gallon of water just winds up on the seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an uncomfortable thing, yeah. too. I was like, okay, this is what women must feel like if they sit on the seat after a guy goes. <laughs> and it, and he doesn't wipe it. I was like, okay, I get it now. I'm just seats up every time. Cause... No, no? Not, a, not a problem in my house. It's, um, no, okay, I think we're good in that department. <laughs> All right, so I got to get in a couple of Scott's ones. So... Uh, he has a gym, a whole gym series, like oh. Jackass at the gym. Okay. So let's hear. This more. is this is this is one of your worlds. It's the guy who you know the no the people that don't wipe their sweat. They use the machine. Does that bother you at all? Nope, not at all. 
Really? I don't care. You're not a germaphobe. I'm like, I'm already sweaty. And that's kind of what they say as the whisperer part. It's like, hey, you're going to sweat anyways. Just right. wipe it off with your towel. It gives you a chance to use some hand sanitizer or something. Yeah. And, and, and it may not be that the guy was a complete jerk unless he does it station after station. Then you go in front of him, get yeah. super sweaty on his next circuit, and just drench all <laughs> over it and cough on it and do all sorts of things. But the idea is maybe they just forgot. I mean, it's 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 a thing. You're in a rhythm. You're like, ah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I never – I mean, sometimes I wipe my station when I'm done, but I'm like – I'm not that dirty. Well, you don't sweat. I don't think I'm that sweaty. (laughs) But, I mean, you're sweaty anyways, so what's the big deal? You're going to want to take a shower? What can you catch from sweat? Nothing. Yeah. I don't don't know. Can you catch anything from sweat? It's not like you're working out with open sores and cuts. I know. It's just... Or drinking it. I mean, it's not... I mean... Unless you're working out, like, naked or something. I mean, it's kind of... (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole different gym that we're not going to. (laughs) So you do you use the steam room at your gym? Yes. It's a clothing steam room, right? Yes. Okay. Is it a guys or girls steam room? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a co-ed steam room. Yeah. You haven't been to the athletic hall? No. Oh, okay. Not in a long time. I used to go when I was in eighth grade. It's my like, favorite place. Yeah, I know. I know. We're trying to work on an office membership yeah. thing. Cool. Yeah, steam room seems like it'd be fun. But I, every time I think of a steam room, I'm thinking like the old dudes in the mm-hmm. towel at the lodge, like just all naked. <laughs> no, creepy. no, this is a, a well. They have a steam room and a sauna. Oh, sauna. So good, the yeah. dry sauna is like it's no. There's no steam in there, obviously, because that's in the steam room. But the dry sauna is just like I put my headphones on, cl- close my eyes, and just do ten minutes and just kind of listen to some music, kind of think about what I'm going to do for the day, and it's kind of like a a, a zen gen time. Yeah, we so, call it Zenifer. Is that a time? So, yeah. um, we did a major remodel for a client one one time, and he actually put a steam room in a uh, sauna and a steam steamer oh, in nice. his, his uh, house. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't like the steam room. Well, I was sick last week, um, and I went to the steam room, and I kind of got a little freaked out because um, I couldn't see it when he What's walked that? in. It was very steamy, so <laughs> I was like, well. I had been in there before, but it had been years, and so when I walked in, um, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna just sit down." I didn't, I didn't see anybody, so I was, I was like trying not to like sit on anybody, you know, because it's super <laughs> steamy. Hello, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hi, little girl." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I go so early, and um, that's right. The only people who wake when you go are like old men. Yeah, super, um, super old, and um, which is cool. You know, so is there any people in the out. pool there? Because that's the next thing on my list is to start swimming because running has been pretty harsh on my feet. Um, not at like five o'clock, but like eight, nine. Yeah, there's yeah. Because like I knew, I mean, there's up. only so many lanes, and you got to get there and sign up and do. Well, all there's that. a lot pool. There's a recreational pool. Yeah, is there a kiddie pool? Like um, wherever I could wear floaties and that little unicorn around my waist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but recreational pool. Um, it's where usually the kids hang out. Yeah, well, it's, it's um, three feet. I won't drown in there. So I'm a I, decent, I am a decent swimmer, but I think I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, getting to a lap pool, especially yeah. an Olympic sized pool, is a pretty big. It's a pretty big length. You know, I can do laps yeah. in a uh, private pool at home, but geez, getting to a Olympic pool would be tough. So, yeah. So the other the other thing they talk about pet peeves is the grunter at the gym. Is the guy that's like Ugh! with the giant grunts and the 
doesn't mm. bother me. Yeah, you got your headphones on. Yeah. Maybe that's the way you get around it. Is, yeah. Is the overgrunter. And then the weight dropper. It wasn't in their book, but that's the guy. It's like, if you go to like, I used to go to a gym when I was actually lifting weights and the guys that just sit there and like, they're lifting as much as they can and they drop the weights and it like shakes the building and you're like, okay, <laughs> hurdy a man. <laughs> Good for them. I mean, yeah. that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Cause I think one of the things they kind of go into the book is actually shaming people. Like the guys at the gym who are like all fit and super cut and ripped oh, yeah. are the word swole is actually a pet peeve of theirs. Swole. Swole. Mm. And it's like, what's up, bro? I'm swole. And it's like those. It, it's like the swole culture is really interesting to say. Like, it's like okay, I'm a I'm a gym guy. I'm ripped, yeah. and and then they're making fun of the fat guy that's there. Oh, but the no. fat guy's the guy that needs to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so when I walk into the gym, they're like, "You should be like, dude, thanks for coming. You you got this. You got this. You know, you're gonna. You know, you nobody need- should ever be a Shame to go to the gym. No, there should be like high fives going to the gym. I know. Because that's a hard thing to do, especially when you are overweight. Yeah, And you're trying to lose weight. You're like, this is scary. It's like walking into the lunchroom on the first day of school again. You're like, yeah. It's. I think there's no other feeling like that. It's like, I'm walking in, I'm wearing shorts. I got my gym shirt on. It's a little tight. And I have no clue what the hell I'm doing. (laughs) I'm going to go walk on that stair thingy. And as soon as I figure out how to turn it on. And the elliptical is like a weird thing if you've never used them before. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's like, once it gets going, you're like, what? your your arms and your legs are moving. <laughs> <laughs> you're like all gummy and stuff. So uh, then you go to classes. Oh, yes. Oh, my step class. Yeah, you go to step class. I love it. Best thing we ever did was uh, go to class with a guy named Herschel Schultz. Did you know him? Uh, Herschel, I don't The gorilla? Know. He's a really big black guy who calls himself the gorilla. So I'm not being racist. Uh, uh, he calls himself the silverback. He's he's going to be on in February. I think we're going to get him on. Oh, nice. He's super, super awesome guy. But when Oakley and I, those pictures I showed you the other day where oh, I was like yeah. 40 pounds lighter, yeah. that was because of him. We were oh, at his okay. class like three to five times, three to, about two to three times a week. Nice. And it was like a real CrossFit class. And we used to like, there was times where we push each other in like shopping carts in the back of the gym in the oh, parking cool. lot and we'd, he'd get in there and he was like 230 or something we'd push him back he's probably oh, gonna yeah. be like i was 185 bro I don't know. <laughs> so, all right so uh yeah the gym's got its own set of pet peeves that are kind of interesting they had some a whole series about like the mall oh the mall and oh. like when you go and there's the people like at the store that are like mm-hmm. that just kind of like over greet you like oh my god welcome to pack sun yeah is there anything i can fit you with today are like, would you like to try this on? Oh, you look like a husky. Can I get you a husky? <laughs> or do you want to go to the... We don't have your size. I'm sorry. Excellent. That's when you pretend you're on the phone and just be like... <laughs> That's yeah. when he talks about his wife goes in and she's like the ice queen and she just ignores all the salespeople. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm going to go to the mall tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. I, and I'm taking London. Hey. There's a oh, podcast in itself. Babies at the mall. I know. If I'm going I'm to be been... like a wave walker. So Ayla is 11. And she's in that weird phase of still trying to dress like a little girl mm. because that's what Oakley and I want to a point because we don't want her to dress like a seven-year-old, but I don't want her dressing like a 15-year-old either. And so I'm being the good dad and I, she loves Forever 21. Me too. And uh, so I, I, every 
couple weeks, I'll take her to Forever 21 to see what's on the clearance rack because that's where she wants to shop. I didn't put this in her head, but for her, $20 is really expensive for a shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding for women's clothes, it seems to be very expensive from places like that. Like, guys, I'll spend $35 on a shirt, and it's like, okay. Or I'll go to Kohl's and buy a $9 one. Yeah. But she, like, likes to go through it. And the funniest thing, this kid, 11 years old, and she's like, I just don't know how to dress. I want to be, you know, cutesy, but I don't want to be babyish. And I don't want to be like a teenager. And everything is a crop top. And I'm not doing a crop top. love crop top. Oh, I, yeah, you can get away with them. She's 11. And she goes, and she picks up a crop top that was for a six-year-old. And she looks straight in the, straight at me. And she goes, what are we doing to little girls these days? Everything's oh a crop God. top. She's like, what are these girls thinking? They're five and six and wearing crop tops. And she's like, I get it when you're older, but what are we teaching them? <laughs> Who are they becoming? Oh I'm, like, I'm like proud and like weirded out at the same time. I was like, well, you need to come out with a line of hip of your own clothes that's kind of tight to the hip because it used to be a thing where the clothes went like right to the belt line yeah. and so uh so okay this gets right into a pet peeve what is dudes that wear bling pants bling dudes that wear bling pants oh, like uh... sequence on the pants like they got the cross in the back it's a pastor thing maybe but the guys that are like in her 40s and 50s wearing like rock rivals yeah i couldn't even name them because that's like, what it is i'm a lee and levi guy <laughs> actually miss me jeans i'm freaking shopping at the gap now <laughs> i've elevated from old navy but it's the it's the it's the, yeah it's those jeans where it's all blingy and mm-hmm. you're like 45 trying to look like a rock star but well it's i think it's like a country kind of thing they're probably a country thing Country, like, maybe I mean, that's what I think. Maybe it is. I don't. I don't know. I'm, pants. What about the seven-year-old woman trying to wear it? Seven. Seventy. Seventy. I'm like, I don't. Hey, hey if you got it, flaunt it. That's what I. That's my oh, motto. Maybe, that, maybe that's it. Maybe if you can rock it. Yeah, rock it. it. Yeah. Rock it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like the spandex thing could come up from that. <laughs> it's like people that wear spandex that shouldn't. That's that's I'm always. Like, but, if you can pull it off, pull it off. Yeah, but some people can't. I mean, it's like they put it on and they literally can't go home and pull it off because it's like glued to them. I don't care if they can pull it off or not, but I'm YOLO. You only live once. So if you can do it, I mean, whatever. It, it makes you feel good. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Like, honestly, I don't. If you're wearing spandex and you're out in public and you're at Walmart, whatever. Yeah, who cares? I don't I mean, really care. I mean, if I look more than once, then it's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> if, I mean, some people, I'm like, uh, you should, probably shouldn't be wearing that. If, but it, it, I don't maybe, care. maybe this whole thing comes down to is like, if I was you, I wouldn't. And so yeah. we're putting our own ideals on somebody else. Yeah. Like, if I had a six year old, I'm not letting her wear a crop top. But I have friends whose kids wore bikinis at the beach at six. And my kids have never worn a bikini. We, London's going to wear crop tops when she's like, Six months. Well, see, when they're a little baby, it's funny. Like, you can get away with it, but then you start... She doesn't wear crop tops every day. She can... Hey, I don't care. <laughs> I mean... Oh, that's true. Whatever. It's not my kids. I don't care. Wait, I do care, but I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just... Desi's always in a crop top. Oh, she is. She's a crop top. Cassie's, like, very conservative. Um... I noticed that with some pictures from Cassie's birthday or something, or whatever you guys posted. It's probably Thanksgiving. 
Yeah. Yeah. Desi's like low cut, crop top. I don't care. And Cassie's like, I'm gonna put a sweater over like a my mock sweater. Trimmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, I'm crop top in it. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah, but you go both ways. I mean, it just depends what the day is. You yeah. always gotta dress for the occasion. Right. Yeah. So, uh, the one thing to talk about in there that's funny um, at the mall is the wide walker. So, have you ever been in, like, this group of people? It's a wave walker. A wave walker? Yeah, not the wave. <laughs> not not the wide walker. It's a, it's a wave walker. No, I think we're talking two things. What are you oh. talking about? <laughs> like the old people that walk in the mall? Oh, yes. Those are separate people. No, they didn't take those. Those people are kind of cool, like... There was some guy who was like a hundred that just walked his birthday at the mall or something. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. that was his daily thing, trying to pick up the eighty-year-olds. So, oh, play yeah. a college girl. <laughs> yeah, I better be rich. <laughs> with just his, kidding. With his New Balance shoes, <coughs> I wore New Balance for like a like one. I bought one pair of shoes as New Balance. Then I was like, oh, these are like old dad shoes. <laughs> Were they comfortable? Ah, uh, they were okay. Then I found Brooks, and I am oh, in yeah. love with these shoes. Yeah, yeah. My hundred and fifty dollar pair of That's shoes. That's like a whole another episode. Yeah, me running, or yeah. walking shoes. heavily in my shoes. Yeah, uh, but no, the wide walker is like the group of five or six people, or eight people, you know, that are at the airport at the the mall, and they all walk in like this line instead of like in a little huddle. You know, like sometimes when you're a lot of people, you kind of walk in a group. Yeah. Like in a circle mob. But it's the people that walk like and they're in a line. Like they're in the promo for like some TV show, like LA oh, Law yeah. or something, or Law and Order. And they're like, you know, walking powerhouse and like with the strut, <laughs> the shoulders going back and forth, the hips shaking. Yeah. And they're walking like and like they take up the entire width of the, like, the thing. Yes. And you're like, excuse me, I'd like to get past you because you're really slow with your strut. But it's just kind of a fun thing. I, I've started noticing that ever since I heard about the Wide Walker thing. It's quite funny. I'm going to notice it more. Yeah. That's that's the, the whole thing about this book is so funny. It's like there's so many different things that I never really noticed. Of course, I'm a jackass in a lot of ways, and it helped me notice that too. Because one of the things, and no, Jen hates this about me. Oh, my God. Say it. No, I'll tell you later. No, seriously, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it in about five minutes. Uh, <laughs> no, that's it. It's like I'll, I'll always tell Jen, hey, remind me to tell you something. I was like, oh, there's I something I got to tell you. That. I, I do it half the time just to aggravate her. Because I always wind up telling her, except in a few cases. But it's the he calls it a vagabond. But he talks about it specifically in social media where people are like, oh, my God, I got such great news. Yes. I just can't tell you yet. Give me attention. Give yes. me attention because I need it. And so, like, social media is this whole section of the book about people that overshare and stuff. But yeah. But being vague, yeah, I know I do that to Jen all the time. Always does that. And the moment I found out that it annoyed her, I couldn't stop. <laughs> it's one of the few things I purposely do to annoy you. I knew you're like, oh my god, I should. I I know something, but I'm not gonna tell you. But it's really good. Yeah, like, this is the juiciest thing ever, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you this whole thing about Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> She's like, what? Censored. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't kill himself. Uh, oh, we just lost a lot of followers. <laughs> no, so funny enough, there's actually some evidence that came out. We're going to spend 30 seconds on I love the memes because the whole thing about it is just crazy. But there's actually video evidence that he may have not, may have actually done it because yeah. the video camera in his cell was off, but the video cameras in the hallways were still on. 
And knowing that, nobody came into the cell unless there was like a secret trap door. Okay. But Stephen Crowder, who's a podcaster and, and YouTube guy, actually tried to hang himself using the exact methods that they said Epstein did, and he couldn't do it. Like, oh, God. Yeah, of course, like, Crowder, are you going to try to kill yourself on live TV? Yeah, knowing him, he actually might. So, Okay, so back to some pet peeves. There, there's a whole section on office pet peeves. Mm. And there's the guy that steals the sandwich. Mm-hmm. So have you ever worked in an office like that? Mm-mm. So I worked at the bank and when I was at Frost and there was a shared refrigerator and people would label their lunch. I could not fathom going in stealing somebody's lunch. Somebody stole, your, stole people's lunches? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Apparently, like, if somebody knows that you have really good lunches, like you're, oh. you, you bring this awesome lunch, like these perfect club sandwiches and stuff. There's a whole there's a whole thing about people stealing each other's lunches. Oh my god! Yeah, I've never had anybody steal my lunch. Yeah, I've had people take stuff out of the fridge and you're like beer, yeah, <laughs> my wine, and I'm like, hey, where'd that go? Wait, that was mine. But uh, uh, I couldn't fathom stealing somebody's lunch at work. Right? I mean, that's kind of like embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So what they say is like, hey, so the jackass move to co- to compensate for that or, or to rebut that is like make the worst combination of sandwich you could think of, like tuna and peanut butter and pickles <laughs> and like kale and just put it together. And, and so if, <laughs> if a person steals your lunch and takes a bite oh with God. like horseradish and salsa <laughs> and all sorts of craziness, you're gonna have this like terrible look. And then you'll, the person who's screaming is the lunch thief. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So even though they're not supposed to, like, uh, you know, you're supposed to try to whisper the jackass, there's actually quite a few funny things to deal with them. So uh, so one, uh, the office thing, we don't have a lot of experience within the office culture, though, because we're... No, not at all. No one's ever here. <laughs> Independent contractors, like, they're here for 30 minutes and they leave. We're not in that nine-to-five environment. No, I mean... Um... I've never had an office pet peeve here. I mean, it's always been real cool. Yeah. I, I like to see people here. Yeah, I know. We've got yeah. good people here. It's so comfortable. Like, yeah. So yeah, nice. it's a cool office cool office yeah. space. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie, Office Space? No. Oh, my God. I don't watch movies, Joseph. I know you don't watch movies. Ever. Actually, I think you'd probably find it idiotic, but it is a great <laughs> cult classic for the 90s. I would love to watch movies. I've just had like kids when I was like 16, so I don't have time. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so one pet peeve we're going to get to before we get going is he talks about a lady at the very beginning of the book that is at a concert. They're like third row at this concert. Mm -hmm. And she like throws her jacket over the chair in front of her. She's on the phone. And... um, she she's like texting and complaining and moaning about this and so like have you ever had a bad concert experience or a bad no oh you're lucky yeah never so we went to a comedy show with the girls a guy named john christ because some bad stuff came out about him lately oh no what happened yeah he's like super christian comedian then been like two months like a month after the show he did here like he was like having multiple affairs and yeah i was like well he's 35 and single and traveling the world and has a lot of money pretty decent looking and he has women throwing themselves at him it's like i mean okay is it right no do you blame him maybe is it totally unreasonable probably not 
in his life he's got to deal with it and he's gonna have to his career is over john chris john chris at least in the christian world he was a christian comedian yeah then you well, mess up like that so he, he may have a career in a in, in a couple years if lewis ck can but can come back uh, john chris can but back to the show and the pet peeve at the show was there was a lady sitting like three seats down from us oh gosh who was an over uh, i don't even know what to call it she was an over participator Oh. And so she would, we were like 60 rows back mm. in this auditorium with like, I don't know, I think it seats 3,000 people, 2,800 people. Yeah. And it's pretty full. And she is like, he does a joke about fantasy football. And she's like, oh my God, John, girls play fantasy football too, not just guys. Oh, God. And so if you're listening, lady, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's really funny. Like, she was like over talking, and the girls were looking at her like, what is this lady doing? He can't hear her. It makes no oh logical sense God. for her to be yelling at the crowd. She doesn't get out very much. No. And it was like, it was just a funny, she would over clap, over respond, and it was just the funniest Aww. day for a little bit. But about 30 minutes in, we're like, dude, I can't even hear him half the time because she's like oversharing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of, well, she probably doesn't get out very much. No, and she was having a good time. Yeah. And so I let it slide. I didn't say anything. And I was like, hey, girls, she's just having fun. It's just her way of laughing and interacting yeah. with the guy. And, you know, but it was like, it was just, that was half the show for me was just watching her have so much fun. You oh, can get gosh. into it. And it was just really exciting. And so it, it, it was annoying but I sucked it up because it wasn't worth the confrontation though. No. Make I would have ruined her trip. I would have ruined her experience. Yeah. And I would have ruined mine and my kids. Yeah. And her husband was a giant. So <laughs> you know, I know a little jujitsu, but not enough to handle the giants. Yeah. And I had no sling and stones for David and Goliath people. And uh, <laughs> uh. so sometimes I guess maybe pet peeves. The only way they really get past them is to deal with them internally, and yeah, just kind of think about like. Um, so you're pretty. See, so you're pretty easygoing though, so you I don't let a lot of things bother you. No, except water bottles. Water bottles, yeah. Water bottles. You're gonna walk into the office tomorrow. It's gonna be like 35 water bottles, <laughs> <laughs> all spilled over like drunk cats everywhere. <laughs> I'm pretty easygoing. I okay, this last one. Wait. Unleashed pets. When I'm walking my dog. And there's a guy who has a lab or a golden retriever who's not on a leash. Mm. It's like, dude, your dog's going to annoy the crap out of everyone else's dogs. And it's going to ruin my walk. It's going to ruin your walk. So many things annoy you, Joseph. Oh, a lot of things. You don't even know the half of it. You know, I'd be like, cool, a dog. I'm going to give it a hug. Well, it would be great if I was walking by myself. I'd be like high-fiving the dog. We'd be like, oh, look at a puppy. But yeah. my dog, who's on a leash, is super excited by dogs. And then it's like it over aggravates her and it makes it a little harder. So just keep your dog on a leash or you better have like an electronic collar. Yeah. And that's my hope. Because if you don't, then it's like you're just messing it up for everyone else. Yeah, true. So. Well, I don't have a dog. Just keep your cats in the stroller. Keep strolling. Just keep strolling. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see your cats in the stroller, especially Oscar. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a cool cat. So, um, yeah, so that's it. That was fun. Yeah, we could, we could go on for this forever because there's oh, so yeah. many millions of pet peeves. 
I don't really have it. I'm just. Yeah, I'm starting to think you don't. Just a, I'm just gonna try to start. Drink your water bottle. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> start it. drinking water bottles and be like, "Hey, Jen, I got something <laughs> to tell you later." After I start my second bottle of water. <laughs> and put your shoes by the door. I don't like um, when people. Wear Are you shoes. shoeless in your house? Yes. Don't wear shoes inside my house. Put them by the door. Yeah, cause I. Okay, so next time I go to your house, I'll take my shoes off and go all Japanese. And uh, cause, I, yeah, I like to keep the floor nice and clean. Yeah, I'm like in my house. Hey, it's mud. Come on in. Uh, no. No, we have a basket of shoes by the door, which is actually a pet peeve of mine because the basket never gets put up. But oh no. We have a I lot mean... of shoes. My girls have like seventy pairs of shoes at the basket. Uh-uh. And then they're constantly looking for the shoes. No, we have a thing in the garage. So we pull Oh, because you typically come into the garage. Yeah, and then put the shoes in the garage area. Like, don't walk into the house with shoes. It's very Japanese-y. Oh. When I lived in Japan, no shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to so. say namaste, but that's Indian. You're like, what do you got to kasanas? <laughs> I actually have Japanese house slippers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, nice. They, they take very good care of their feet. So. Yes. Yeah, I always thought it was like a spiritual thing. They're like, no, it's because we don't want to get the floor dirty. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. And my floor, I want to keep it spick and span. So. It is, yeah. You have a clean floor. Thank you. So, <laughs> All right, so uh, we will wrap this up Yeah. on so this fun. episode. If you have any other pet peeves, let us know on Facebook. You yeah. can go to facebook.com backslash Joseph Cortez CC. That's the official podcast show. And as always, share this with your friends. We thank you for listening and we will catch you on the next episode of the Georgia Cortez show next week. Yeah, next week. We only have like three more weeks and then 2020. Yeah, I know. 2020. We'll do a special New Year's episode. Yeah, let's do that. Maybe a couple days before New Year's. Yeah, for sure. All right. You guys have a good one. We'll talk to you later.